Hey, patrons. I was going to call you patrons because uh, I don't know if that may be the correct pronunciation. Uh, Patreon, patrons, patrons. Uh, you say tomato, I say thank you, or tomato, or and then I still say thank you. Uh, and let's keep the show going. Uh, hey, all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me. The podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to attempt to do the rest. And what I'm going to try to do is create a safe place, a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, changes in time or temperature. Uh, strange bell, you know, ding, like like those like uh, those de- desk bells, uh, the customer old customer service bells, uh, or you know thoughts, or feelings, physical sensations, whatever it is. I'm gonna try to distract you from that. What I'm gonna do is create a safe place uh, by sending my voice across the deep dark night. I'm gonna use these lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders. I'm gonna try to take my time. And uh, be pay, you know, like a, I'm not pay, I'm not the most patient person, but I'll t- take a pace. Uh, I take a pace that'll make anybody impatient. Uh, even molasses would say, "Hey, would you pick it up already?" With the, w- w- I thought you were going to talk about bells. Uh, and I'd say, "Well, uh, maybe I will." Ding dong, ding dong. It, 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 it's a doorbell. Uh, maybe we could go back to, yeah, maybe we talk about bells in a minute. But first, let me get to these new listeners. If you're new here, welcome. Uh, let me try to welcome you in. I hope you feel invited and I hope you feel safe. Uh, everybody's welcome here and I'll try to treat you with uh, dignity and respect. So thanks for coming by. This podcast doesn't work for everybody, but give it a few tries. I hope it can help you. It's a little bit silly and a lot of bit goofy. Uh, but here's what to expect uh, structure-wise. The first uh, four minutes or so are business. Uh, that's how we keep uh, the podcast free and coming out twice a week and over 600 archived episodes free. And the easiest way to access the archives is to subscribe in your favorite podcast app. Uh, and Make sure you're subscribed and then you can just go to my feed or whatever and scroll through them. Create a play- playlist if you wish. Uh uh, what was I saying? I heard for, oh, structure show. First form forgetfulness. That's another technique I use. Uh, fo, of course, it's faux forgetfulness. Uh, written, you know, all this is written. Hold on one second. Let me write that down. Okay, that was written. Um, oh, so structure show. First four minutes are business. Then there's a 12-minute intro, which we're doing in now. And the intro is kind of like a show within a show. Uh, where I try to explain the podcast. Believe it or not, I've done it like 640 times. I still haven't successfully nailed it. Where, like I, I, I've said, I've said, uh, na- like I, I never said nailed it. I mean, I have, but it was like to punctuate a joke about my, you know, to say, you know, like I guess not snark. I don't like, I, I try not to keep snark and uh, the other kind of stuff, smarm. I don't know, it's maybe some smarm. Has anyone ever made a product called Smarmalade? Uh, like, that sounds like something I could go, like, uh, it sounds more like a marshmallow than a, a marmalade. Maybe, you, hey, how about this? Uh, anybody listening, mix uh, fluff, uh, it, like, you, you know what fluff is. I talk about that every 150 intros. Uh, let me come back to this Smarmalade. I guess I won't be talking about bells. Maybe I will, though. Uh, so there's the, the intro, which you've seen. I get really distracted as I try to explain what the podcast is. Smarmy, though, that's a nice word. Like uh, smarmalade, smarm, and smarmy. Uh, is there anything called the smarmy army? Anyone? Okay, so structurally. Then there's, after the intro, uh, there's about a 45-minute story. Uh, tonight, I'm not entirely sure what it is. It may be a Trader Joe's, uh, uh, what is that thing called? Fearless Flyer recap, but I'm not positive because I haven't done it yet. Uh, so that'll be about 45 minutes. Then we cap it off with some thank yous. Uh, so the show's about an hour. The reason it's an hour is so you don't feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here to keep you company, uh, to be your boarfriend, your friend, your companion, 
your sidekick, your smart, your smarmalade. I could put smart. How does this sound? No, probably not. You don't want anything with a aid. Anything with an ADE. You don't want anything near your bed because it's going to be sticky. I was going to say I could coat your feet in smarmalade, but probably no, no. Only in a bathtub or at a spa. And even then, you'd say, well, why don't you serve me some nice, uh, something nice with smarmalade on it? Uh, and they say, oh, you're so smarmy. Excuse me. Uh, anyway, so there's, uh, uh, oh, I'm going to be here about an hour to keep you company. That's what I was saying. Like, there's no pressure to fall asleep. Uh, no pressure to listen. Uh, no pressure to fall asleep. No way, wrong way to listen to this podcast. Even if you stop listening, if it doesn't work for you, you know, you don't need to listen. Give it a few tries. Uh, uh, but, uh, like, uh, I make this show because I've been there, and I do a lot of overthinking. I also happen to be very good at going off subject uh, and getting confused. And also just, like, my brain gets uh, caught up on stuff, like this marmalade. It's like a bell's ding. I'm trying to figure out a way to link marmalade, smarmy, and bells. Uh because I'm also picturing like uh, when it, like the only time I noticed doorbells was when I delivered papers. Uh, when I would go collect the money, you'd have to ring people's doorbells. Uh, I don't know, like the doorbell. I I like I have a doorbell. Like I have a ringing one, like an old fashioned one that rings. Uh, but my front door is not usable because my apartment's so small. Where my front door is is actually my bedroom. But you know, high living. I. Uh, but like, uh, you know, 33% of the living room is, you know, my bedroom. Uh, but you know, that's how you maximize space. So, so I could use the back door of my place. Uh, so, but, but is doorbells are, I mean, they have those new doorbells, uh, but I don't know if doorbells are still a thing. I guess they probably are, but I always picture those ones that look like, uh, like they have the like long things that you see in like churches for like gongs. I don't, I don't think that's what they're called, but, uh, and I w- always wondered, are those real? Like, here's the thing I would love to do. I never did this as a kid. I've made a lot of bad choices in my whole life, uh, but as a kid, you know, I would get interested in stuff and I would take it apart or, you know, break it as uh, the authority figures would say. And I never took apart a doorbell, to be honest. So I'm going to have to find, like, if you have a doorbell, watch out because I'm going to be coming. Uh, Because, like, I don't know if you can see that. Like, I don't know if you had a friend that was in that uh, upper middle middle class region or you deliver, you know, you delivered something to a home and you were waiting in their ante room. And I'm not talking about, you know, one percenters. I'm talking about the upper, you know, maybe a dentist. uh, or something. This is no, this is no smarm here. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I'm holding a, a smarmalade. Uh, but like you see there's, so there's these kind of doorbells, like doorbells in the last 30 years, uh, but before this, these, uh, laser doorbells or whatever the heck they got now, they do the analyst analyzation and the cameraing. Uh, it was just like a plastic box. And then the fancy ones, they had these long tubes coming off them. They thought were like, uh, I don't know. They looked like organs in a church or something, but different. Were those for decoration or were those real? Like, like, uh, uh cause here's a th- thing like with, uh, I don't know. I don't want to get into church bells, but I, I love my, I love, I love the sound of church bells. Uh, and, I feel like, you know, again, that's another thing where I said, what? That was a record? Those are speakers? What the heck are the bells? Those bells are just for decoration? Uh, that was another awakening I had, probably when I was like 22. You know, like for most kids, they figured that out when they, they said, no, no, the, those are speakers that last to square with the grills. It's just a speaker. I mean, when you think about cutting back on things, give me a break. Like, why the like? Hey, here's just some silent applause for I don't like uh, anywhere that has a ringing bell. Uh, like this sounds. This is smarmy. God bless you. If you got some sort of establishment, even secular or non secular, with a ringing like a bell, uh, thumbs up. Because uh, it's amazing. I don't know how I got from smarmalade to uh, church bells. Uh, 
you know, the, the, the church of the place I went to grammar school, which you could sometimes hear from my house, even though it's far away, uh, it had, it would play the, like a, the Beatles, like a Beatles song, but I guess it was just a re- recording. Now I, I said, man, how come I never, mom, how come we never see the, 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 the bell ringer? Because it's, they got talent. I mean, St. Anne's must have the greatest bell ringer. And, uh, it, it, like that would be when my mom would drum her fingers and sigh. I'd say, I'd just say, okay, I'm going to be outside listening to the bells, uh, drink one day. I never dreamt of being a bell ringer though. Probably knew it wasn't my thing. Uh, but if you've dreamed, dreamt of it, uh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's another story I could write. I tried to write something for Tim Curry, as we know, with, uh, that was where he was a church organist and there was an argument over the, uh, Whatever the heck, the, like the, the giant thingamajig, not a cathedral. The thing with the lights, I don't know. Like, why does my brain not remember stuff like that? Can't Not a candelabra, but bigger. Anyway, if you're new here, this is a pretty good example. Like, that was pretty incoherent, but I could try to trace it back. First, I was thinking about doorbells or bells. Well, first I was thinking, like, what if you're sleeping and you hear bell? It's annoying. It's also kind of annoying when someone bangs on that, that bell, like a uh, ring bell for service, though sometimes it's not bad. And then somehow that made me think of something came up about being smarmy or snarky. Then I was thinking about smarmalade. You didn't hear this, but when I every time I say smarmalade, I rub my belly. That's a practice for the commercial. Once the product's made, I'll say, mmm, smarmalade. Tastes like, like, uh, maybe I'll be interrupted by someone snarky there. Like, that would be my role. I say, mmm, smarmalade. Tastes like, and then this, like, uh, someone smarmy would come in. It may taste so good, I want to rub it on my feet, but I won't because I know it ends in ADE and anything. You can't think anything. I guess if you, if you, if you're putting, making a foot product, make sure you name it AID instead of ADE. Because aid seems to indicate copious amounts of sugar. Okay, so let me wrap it up. If you're new here, here's the thing I like to posit. Because I'm fairly confident in one thing. I don't know if anything I said made any sense. But were were you thinking about anything else while you were listening? Or or were you kind of half listening saying, hmm, what the heck's up with this dude? Is he he serious? And I say, yeah, I'm I'm serious. Uh, Is serious... It's marmalade. Mmm, that's good. Mmm, yeah, maybe, or maybe I could have someone say, ooh, smarmy, like, uh, after they taste it. Anyway, like, that'll be a future product. Uh, but this podcast a little bit different. It's good-natured and good-intentioned because I just want to help. Uh, so I help, hope it helps for you. Give it a few tries. See if it works. Uh, and I want to let you know, I appreciate you coming by. And I really hope and I really yearn uh, that I can help you fall asleep. Thanks. All right. Hey, everybody. This is uh, time. It's time for our holiday Fearless Flyer coverage uh, a few months later uh, from 2017, where you get to go back and think about what Trader Joe's had in stock and was uh, promoting for the holidays. And this isn't passive aggressive. Just say, well, you're promoting it through these. Why aren't you promoting these things on podcasts? Uh, uh, I guess when someone would do it, promote it for free on a podcast, why don't you pay for that kind of stuff, Trader Joe's? You know, so so if you, if you get a chance, go go ahead and you know get bug Trader Joe's. They can you know they they can they they do have the I think they make the highest margins uh, per square foot, so you know they can afford to be bugged. Uh, as long as they don't raise my prices, if they had to find a way to inter- like. Uh, uh, whatever, but so I'm going to cover the Thanksgiving and the holiday versions of the Trader Joe's Fearless Flyer. And what I'll do is, I guess after I do the Thanksgiving one, I'll give my thoughts on, uh, or my relationship with this year. This season was different. Every, every year it's the seasons of my life, as Thomas Moore or Thomas Aquinas once said. You know, Trader Joe's, it's a place, it's, I think it was Thomas Moore who said, Trader Joe's, it's a place to shop for all seasons, for people of all seasons. Um, but so I'll do my holiday, like my, my, like my personal, I mean, I personalize this anyway, but, uh, 
They definitely, over the past two years, have had different relationships with the holiday selection there. And this year was no different, probably more boring this year. Uh, but so this is uh, the food pilgrim pilgrimager, food pilgrimager, uh, volume 11, number one, November 2017, presenting a selection of uh, fine, fanciful foods to keep you and yours happy and thank you, or uh, thankful. Uh, also, just in case you don't have a Trader Joe's, uh, let me explain that just to be fair. Trader Joe's is in the U.S. In, in it's a, I don't know if it's a regional supermarket or food shop, a, a grocery store. I think those are the three terms. Uh, and it, it, it's just in certain regions of the U.S. It mostly stocks Trader Joe's branded merchandise or, you know, merchandise they contract out. And uh, it's very good at like a like a, it's like a sixty percent impulse shopping and forty percent grocery shopping, but they do seem to have either I don't know if it's marketing or uh, if it's you know but it, like that's where I do all my grocery shopping. And here's a couple of reasons: one, the store's smaller; uh, two, you occasionally have crushes on people that like like uh, like I find it like a. Uh, uh, like it's three, it's a store smaller. The pricing, I think, is like uh, com very competitive, and uh, I like like when I'm impulse shopping there. Uh, uh, even though you're still dealing with some sort of corporation, it, it feels different. So there's, I don't know, they do a good job. Uh, Trader Joe's, they do a good job. Uh, but it's just a grocery store with uh, whimsically uh, store-branded merchandise. Uh, and so this is the the one for Thanksgiving here. In, it's, turkeys came November 10th. I don't know if I've had a Trader Joe's turkey. I think I have, but not in a few years. Uh, uh, then pumpkin pie. I don't think I've had their pumpkin pie. Let's see what this is. According to some food historians, originally 17th century pumpkin pie was a hollowed, hollowed out pumpkin filled with milk, honey, and spices, and sometimes apples. Uh, but, you know, maybe I'll try one. I don't know if they'll be on sale this week. They were already five ninety nine. Twenty roses. Here's the thing. If you're on a first date or a hundredth date, uh, 20 roses. Is, here, here's another idea. Split them into tens. Here's another idea. Split it in sixes and then keep uh, two for yourself. Uh, uh, these are from Bogota, Colombia. So shout out to our friend David. Uh, he's in Medellin, I think, uh, over at Love Your Work podcast. Uh, but this is an assorted, seemingly unseasonal flowers. is actually an annual affair. Uh, these prodig prodigious rose blooms are pruned in November. Oh, because they want to get the bumper crop for February. And that's $9.99 for 20 roses. Here's the thing. Will they keep to, to Valentine's Day? I'd Probably not, but uh, you could try. You'll save a lot of dough. Okay, here's a bargain I missed. I never looked at the pricing. They had chocolate advent calendars for $0.99. Cents. I, should have, I could have just bought those for gifts uh, for $0.99. Cents. And one was even an adventure board game. Uh, but I do my advent calendar. Uh, I get a Lego one. This year was Star Wars Legos for, for my daughter. And that's it. Then automatic dishwashing gel, three ninety nine for 42 ounces with plant and mineral-based ingredients. Uh, and I don't have a dishwasher. so that, But that seems like a good deal, three ninety nine Fresh lemon scent. Uh, here's one that I'll never pronounce green beans. Uh, but, uh, these ones are, are another solution. Haricot verts, uh, beans green in French. Uh, they don't have a string that you have to pull out. Uh, these legumes are quick to cook and you would say snap, uh, five ninety nine for two pounds. So it's interesting. First page, maybe I've tried the pumpkin pie, but I can't be certain. Okay, then we have grade A butter, double A. I don't know what double A means. Maybe they explain it. Uh, Award-winning creamery, parcel four-ounce uh, sticks, waxed paper, uh, two ninety-nine, uh, like uh, for a pound. Uh, and I, that's where I do buy my butter. Uh, gourmet fried onion pieces. I have to have one one canister from last year and one from this year in my cupboard, but I haven't used them.
Uh, it says they add gourmet flair to almost any holiday side and a savory boost. Uh, well, hot dogs aren't a bad idea. Maybe I'll try it with hot dogs because uh, they have two of them. I always say, well, let me get that. That's impulse buy. Raw pecan halves uh, from Texas, 12,000 acres of pecan trees. Uh, Mur- Murasaki sweet potatoes, uh, dark purple on the outside, cream colored on the inside. Three ninety nine. Uh, cut butternut squash. Uh, again, I'm not a, I'm not big on the. Uh, I guess I'm not big on squash and sweet potatoes. Trimmed asparagus. My daughter. Do- I love asparagus. My daughter does not. But that's two ninety nine. And and you know that's. I think that is a cruciferous vegetable. So that's good. Uh, like participants in a regional game of telephone, rural Englanders in the early 20th century mislabeled it as sparrowgrass. While we're not under exactly sure how, how they understood the bird connection, uh, they do look like grass, they say. Uh, go, extensive history going back to at least ancient Egypt. Uh, then here was something. I don't know if they stacked this all through the year. I'm not a truffle. I mean, I do like truffles, but... Uh, a black truffle butter. If you want something fancy, if they, I don't know if they still have it, but uh, I do recommend that to people that like truffles. Uh, smooth and creamy, earthy flavor and aroma. A three ounce tub for two ninety nine. Uh, corn pudding. I didn't even. Uh, this looks interesting. Uh, is a turkey sidekick. Uh, Ready made side dish. Twenty next year souffle ask recipe. Listen to this, filled with tender yellow and white corn, diced onions, and swimming with a rich bend of mozzarella and Parmesan cheese. I'm going to stop there today and see if they still have that in stock. That looks good. Oh, but this is from Thanksgiving. Uh, pull apart Aloha rolls. Uh, I saw these were still in stock on the, uh, uh, I don't know when the last time I was there, 20, maybe I was on there on the 29th or the 28th or the 27th. Uh, or the 26th. I was in the grocery store one of those days. Uh, so they still had those. And those are like uh, look great. Uh, you know, you could make little sliders with those too. Uh, turkey gravy. I either have two or three of those these in my cupboard. But I haven't made any turkey. But in case, you know, if, if, if something happens, I got plenty of turkey gravy. Uh, let's see. Then they have three mash cash or three mash cache. Uh, must be pre-made. Uh, mashed potatoes uh, formed into medallions. Uh, is this frozen? Uh, these? Oh no, maybe not. I, I don't know. I tried to buy like I thought I would buy some uh, of the dried mashed potatoes. This was like four or five years ago for my daughter because uh, she liked the um, the flaky ones, but she didn't like the ones from Trader. No offense, Trader Joe's. Uh, these are form. Oh yeah, frozen. This this looks interesting. I might have to try those. Uh, Twenty ounce bag, two forty nine. But I, I'm really good at making mashed potatoes. That's what I made this year uh, for Thanksgiving. Uh, you could say it doesn't get simpler, 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 or simpler or sweeter with a mashed sweet potatoes. Uh, Eighteen ounce bag, two forty nine, and then mashed uh, cauliflower uh, with skim milk, a half and half, and butter, uh, velvety. Puree seasoned with garlic. This sounds pretty good. Uh, and enhanced with chunks of cauliflower florets. Uh, frozen in medallions. I'm going to have to try that. Okay, so that's interesting. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, this is all grown-up stuff. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Uh, scalloped tra- cracker trio. Well, not a traditional Thanksgiving meal. Uh the scalloped crackers with their fancy edges fit right in. Rosemary, red chili, and garlic. I didn't see those. I would try those. I'd love to taste a red chili cracker. Uh, this year I didn't have the Thanksgiving and stuffing kettle chips, but I did have them last year, and they were very good. So maybe 2018 you could try those. Uh, raspberry cran- cranberry spritzer. Uh, that's like a juice in sparkling water, uh, or as a base for something more adults. Uh, roasted tomato and cranberry salsa, I'd pass on that. Like uh, cranberry goat cheese. As I say, when I have goat cheese, I can taste the goat. I'm not a big fan of goat cheese. I can taste it. 
It doesn't just taste gamey. It tastes goaty to me, goat cheese. And it's not the fact that it's called goat cheese because I can taste it even when I say, oh, what it was, oh, that tastes like goat to me. That must be goat cheese. Uh, they had four kinds of cranberries. They had dried cranberries, uh, 149. Fresh cranberry sauce, 349. Uh, regular cranberry sauce in a jar, 199. And cranberry orange relish, 349. Uh, then they had puff dogs, which are, uh, like a, a hot dog in a, uh, puffy stuffing. I've bought these for school lunches. One hot dog will make two lunches. I think this is the one, uh, yeah, full-size uncured beef hot dog. Uh, like I, I bake one, cut it in half, and it make, goes for two lunches for my daughter. Uh, turkey cranberry apple salad, uh. That's three ninety nine through the Thanksgiving season. Didn't have that, but that doesn't sound too bad. Uh, the turkeys, let's see what this says about turkeys. They had turkeys, spiral cooked ham, uh, brine, bone-in, half turkey breast. Oh, bone-in. I didn't know that. Uh, no hyperbole. Uh, and then turkey and stuffing in croot uh, or something. What does that even mean? Oh, like Burf Wellington, Beef Wellington. Uh, I'm having trouble, like, reading the turkeys because of the way this uh, newspaper is a thing. Uh, I'm not a ham person, but, uh, you know, like, uh, hams are, I think they're easier to prepare because they're already cooked. Uh, and let's check the uh, back page here. All's well that ends well, they say. Uh, the turkey and cranberry dog treats is 16-ounce packs, three forty nine. Uh, sweet potato and marshmallow pixie pie uh, from uh, made exclusively in Kentucky. This uh, non-fictional yet fantastical pixie pie mix is a lifesaver. Uh, somewhere between a brownie and a pie in texture with a buttery crust. Uh, this sounds interesting, but I'm not a big fan of sweet potatoes. Uh, turkey, uh, fat-free bouillon, turkey stock, uh, 229 uh, great for your stuffing. Oh, here's another thing I have two or three of from the past two or three years in my cupboard. Uh, cream of portobello mushroom soup, uh, one ninety nine. Shelf stable, it says. Hopefully for a long time. Uh, gingerbread turkey kit. I didn't try this this year. Uh, it comes with everything you need, though, other than egg whites and vinegar. Uh, cornbread stuffing mix. I didn't try that. Gluten-free stuffing mix, five ninety-nine. Riced cauliflower stuffing. So they're really big on this, like really using cauliflower for different things. Uh, mini marshmallows. I have those in my cupboard for uh, hot cocoa times. Uh, coins of the world. Uh, oh, this is interesting. They have euros, francs, pounds, and U.S. coins wrapped in uh, gold, silver, and copper-colored foil for Hanukkah or Christmas Eve, it says. Even Scrooge could keep them all for themselves. And then finally, uh, oh, wait, there's two more. Uh, is it a pie, is it a cake, or is it a cobbler? Traditionally uh, found on holiday staples across New England, Nantucket-style cranberry pie. And it's see this one. Uh, tart cranberries, walnut pieces uh, form this buttery confection with accents of almond and vanilla. Sounds like it could be interesting. And then a chocolate pecan pie bar. Uh, it's rectangular, which is why we decided to call it a bar. Uh, uh, it's a melt-in-your-mouth, equal-angled, pie-esque treat. I think I have the ingredients. Is this coming in a box? Uh, oh, no, this comes in and you buy it. Because uh, uh, I did buy a box of something you, with pecans you could make that I haven't made. Uh, I'll probably make it, you know, to maybe maybe in March. I don't know. Uh, so that's the Thanksgiving one. And then we'll move on to the holiday season one. Okay, so we're going to talk about my holiday purchases. I tried to curb, like, here's the thing. Uh, like, if you just started listening to this podcast or you've been listening a while, but you sleep through this and you're listening now, I've gone through a different phases of my relationship with all the holiday impulse buy stuff at Trader Joe's. And I think they probably have, like, a marketing team studying me because, like, uh, like usually I just buy everything, at least one tub of everything that looks interesting to me. 
And I guess they just mean holiday desserts. But like, so one year I did that, uh, well before the podcast and they had less selection. This was probably like five or six years ago. Then I get settled on these, uh, dark covered peppermint Jojo's, uh, with, uh, canned cane pieces. You know, just buy those. I would buy like, so I had one box a month, uh, over the year until the next holiday season. And, uh, like, uh, I burned out of those and actually like, even there's one time, like I, I had a roommate and, uh, like she, she actually, uh, like stole a bunch of them. And then I had like internal debate. I said, I know she took them, uh, because she didn't even like bother covering it up. And it was someone that was like, uh, like my senior, like much older than me, uh, and it, but I said, what the heck? Like, uh, why would you steal my, like, but anyway, I got burned out of the dark chocolate. Like it became too chocolatey for me. I just ate too much of that. And then last year for sure. I mean, I literally, I'm not ashamed. I guess I should be ashamed to say it. I still have Trader Joe's holiday cookies in my cupboard from last holidays. Uh, cause last year I like anything I bought, I tried to, and it was for the podcast, also for kind of podcast research, but I bought a lot of different stuff that I thought I would like. And the most part I did, uh, like this stuff and then I would consume it. And then other stuff I was like, yeah, I'll try that later. Or some stuff I just said, well, that was good. Uh, but, um, I, I won't repurchase it And this year. I said, come on, can we keep a control on this? Cause I'd like to actually make some holiday cookies or something, which I didn't really do. Uh, but I did cut down on my purchases this year. Cause they just said, uh, let's try to like, let's try to practice some self-control. Uh, it, but I do still have stuff that I haven't tried yet. I still have stuff from 2016 holidays. I probably have stuff from 2015. I mean, including shelf stable stock, uh, and so this will be interesting because I, I probably have some interesting reviews. And I will say that the one, my favorite, uh, thing from 2016 did not return, which made sense, uh, which was a tub of, uh, butter cookies shaped like a holiday wreaths and then dipped in green sugar. Yeah. So very simple, uh, like, uh, like, like a holiday cookie that you would buy at a store and not make, you know, the harder butter cookies, uh. And I must say, I mean, I'm not, I guess like, I'm not kidding. Like, it's like, uh, I probably ate four or five tubs of those last year. No, probably more, four, five, six tubs of those last year, you know, over the holiday season in the first three or four months of 2017. And I guess, I don't know, I'm just trying to cut back on treats a little bit, but, but it like, uh, it, it, as we start out this, uh, thing on the front page, I purchased two of the three things on the front page. So this is the uh, 2017 holiday fearless flyer. And it, it has a thinking moon with a crown on it, uh, saying a marbit, a marbit, my kingdom for a marbit, uh, and really nice design. And it starts out, okay, here, well, here's another thing you want to learn about scoots. And I'll try to keep this as, uh, as friendly as I can. The first thing comes up is winter snowflake pasta. And I'll tell Trader Joseph and, and the rest of you, if you, if you want me to immediately stop listening to you, use the word snowflake in any context other than talking about snow or, uh, arts and crafts. Uh, it literally shuts my down, my listening, like a, a like a great, I just have a great reaction to the way that term has been reappropriated and then re-reappropriated. So don't use it, like, just never use that term. Unless you say, well, it has making snowflakes, uh, or, uh, you know, oh, look at those snowflakes falling. So, so sorry, Trader Joe's, I'm going to skip that. I guess they could say, technically, we just, it's just a snowflake-shaped pasta. And I'd say, okay, well, uh, I don't know. I, I've lost it. That term just impacts me now. But also because I got like, I get, like it gets used in like emails. Dear Scoots, uh, something, something, snowflake. Uh, and I say, okay, like, uh, I, get, I should just put an auto block filter on my email. Also, it never says dear scoots. It, it never starts like that. It just says, just so you know, that that's, if you, if you also don't start in emails with just so you know, or like a compliment. And then just so you know, uh, that, that, that tells me 
when someone says, just so you know, I say the next sentence is going to have snowflake in it. I bet $50. But anyway, let's go on to great, great news. And this is something I, I have a treasure waiting for me at the end of this rainbow is mini minty stars. And I am a huge fan of mint in uh, chocolatey mint. Uh, and, uh, you know, not everybody is, but I am. So I, that's like one of the things about the holiday season. Even if it's fake, I don't, I don't care. And I've never tried these. I think these were new in 2017. And I don't know. I guess not. I'm wrong once wrong once again. Oh, no, maybe not. Uh, uh, we'll, well, I'll read the thing. But it, like, so I have these in my cupboard, just one box because I tried to practice self-control. And I'll be eating them at some point in 2018. Uh, Mini Minty Stars. Uh, Oh, yeah. Inspired by the perennial Trader Joe's uh, season favorite dark chocolate stars, the mini mini dark chocolate minty stars. Oh, they joined the family in 2013, and now they've become stars in their own right through the fifth year running. Even though they're small, these celestials are, look, this is really well written, uh, outfitted with a big boost of flavor from chocolate and mint. Uh, Really, this is so, and I'm not being facetious, this is so well uh, each cookie is liberally adorned with nonpareils, uh, which not only add to the visual appeal, but also a scrumptious crunch. Uh, we're nearly certain you could do Look at, they even say this anywhere, anytime you could enjoy them inside, outside, on a train, or even a crane uh, with cocoa, tea, or a hot steaming mug of uh, or coffee. Your enjoyment will surely multiply. If you're a fan of the originals and you like the idea of chocolatey, minty, miniature things, you'll thank your lucky stars. Look at this uh, you, wonderful use of alliteration. Uh, listen to the sentence. You'll thank your lucky stars for these little luminaries. Wow. Uh, uh, we're selling 10, by, 10 ounce of box of kosher certified stars for the stellar price of two ninety nine. Okay, so there's those. Then I have this one, chocolate-covered pretzel assortment. Uh, oh, pretzel twist assortment. These I have, and we only had, it, it had two layer levels. Uh, and so we've only eaten one half of this box, and the other half is still sealed. Uh, and it's really good. I think this is the one. It has three different ones, yeah. I'll read it, read it, so you can, we'll be honest. We like covering pretzels in chocolate. You know, no shoot, uh. Is a no additional twist to Trader Joe's chocolate, blah, blah, blah. The real deal, covered in good chocolate, that's italicized. So I don't know what that means. That, that I may quibble with the editing there, but uh, the concept is simple. Salty, twisty, crispy, and that is a key with the pretzels. Chocolate pretzels is the salt. Uh, they're covered in smooth chocolate and crunchy toppings. Uh, result, not so simple, but downright impressive. And here's where it gets good. Each box has 12 pretzels enrobed in three unique topping combinations. Dark chocolate and chopped almonds, milk chocolate and rainbow sprinkles, and dark chocolate and crushed peppermint. And they're bigger than, they're they're like regular size pretzels, not a soft pretzel size. And you'll find four of every variety, which means there's plenty for sharing. And we also understand if you want to eat all 12 of them. And that's six ninety nine. And it came in a really nice box. Uh, it may say wasteful, but I mean, I realize this is part of how they get you to um, impulse buy things. Okay, then they had wreaths. I didn't buy a wreath from them. I never have, but I should have. Like on the, like before Thanksgiving, nine ninety nine. Probably smelled really good, and they looked good. Uh, then sipping chocolate. I think I tried this once. I said, what the heck is the difference between this and how, is it like, uh, uh, so I may have tried that. I may not have, uh, it's just read, I guess I'm not, cause I'm not like a diehard dark chocolate fan. Uh, I said, I'd rather just drink black coffee. If I'm going to have dark chocolate and it's before 12, I'll just have dark co- black coffee. Oh, here's a little story break. I don't know. this. Uh, they must be listening to this podcast. I may have to contact someone. Uh, like, this is called The O's of Hot Cocoa. And now an exclusive interview with one of our buyers conducted by the Fearless Fox. Uh, uh, Fearless Fox, uh, Hot Cocoa. What's wrong with good old hot cocoa? The buyer says, well, a bowl. Oh, this is, they have these hot cocoa. 
like Cheerios, but with a hot cocoa flavor. Uh, uh, I don't know. It goes on and on. Here's the Marbits thing. The Marbits here. What does Marbit mean? Oh, marshmallow bits, I guess. Oh, so it says uh, Marbits. Oh, the industry term for freeze-dried marshmallows, FYI. Uh, usually those are freeze-dried marshmallows are full of stuff they don't want under the Trader Joe's label, like ingredients. Uh, so they searched the uh, world uh, for uh, uh, Trader Joe's-friendly mallows, and where did they find them? Belgium, of course. Vanilla marbits. Uh, I might have to see if they have that. I didn't realize it had marbits in there. Look at this market. This is live marketing working. Okay, here's a hit that I didn't have this year. My daughter wanted it this year. Is a uncured bacon wrapped porchetta pork roast. I had this. We had this choice for dinner last year, and it was so easy and very good. Actually, I was holding it one time uh, when I was trying. Like someone asked me a question, like I someone I made eye contact with. Then I went to the meat section. Then they came over to the meat section. And then I was holding this pork roast, uh, and they asked me a question. I couldn't even answer the question. Like they said, is there pork roast here? And I said, and like, so I blew that, uh, that's like really actually what happened. Like when I think I described this on last year, I said, huh, did I just, was that, was that some like random eye contact or was that like, was that some spark eye contact? And I said, no, just, uh, just uh, keep your eyes to yourself, scoots. And I said, well, it's incidental lingering. I, I said, I couldn't do anything like, uh, like eye contact. Not, and they said, just go to, go pick up your roast. Uh, and then, the, 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 then. It was already in internal conflict, so what's this? Hold the cone. I didn't see this one either. Hold the cone, peppermint edition. Uh, pumpkin season's gone. It's peppermint season. Uh, uh, peppermint flavor to hold the cone, mini ice cream cones. I guess I got to go straight to Trader Joe's after I record. Uh, then they had beet and roasted garlic dip. I did have beets on the ho- during the holidays, and I still don't like I only like pickled beets. I can taste the dirt in the beets. I, I don't know if I ever talked about this. I used to work in a smoothie and uh, coffee shop, uh, and we would we also had a juicer, and one of the juices we had contained beets. And since I was an employee there, he said, well, maybe I should start juicing, like drinking a juice when I get to work instead of like to, this was like a long time ago to counteract my lifestyle. And, uh, like it, there was always beets. You could have it with beet or without. And I, I, like I said, this beet tastes too, like much like dirt. Uh, so that's me and beets. Uh, that's, that's, that's beets. Uh, maple bourbon flavored glazed uncured ham. That sounds pretty good. Three pounds, it's five ninety nine a pound. Uh, throughout the holiday ham season, concurrent with peppermint season. This is funny writing. Uh, we all have one relative who plays the role of holiday ham so well, constantly cracking jokes at the expense of Uncle Tim, dramatically uh, acting out scenes from Miracle on 34th Street and causing a scene during the gift exchange. Uh, but they're about to be overshadowed by a new uh, stealing the show, maple, maple bourbon flavored ham. Uh, so that's good. Then uh, boneless beef rib roast, $11.99 a pound. That's too expensive for me. Uh, artisan crafted English toffee. Is that bespoke toffee? It's $9.99 for 30 ounces. Uh, that's like Ferro Rocher or whatever, but more expensive. Oh, no, the other one, Almond Roca. You know, if you ever need uh, to make up a like a like a, this is a freebie. Like if you if it's if someone has almond rook, uh, you just take the um, uh, Ricky uh, uh, Martin song "Live in La Vida Loca," and you can just substitute eating some almond rook or whatever you wish. Uh, you know, uh, Billy loves almond rook, so that's a freebie for for anybody that's an almond rook fan in your life. Uh, uh, Hasselback potatoes. What the heck are those? Uh, fried, chipped, mashed, and scalped, and especially Hasselbacked. Uh, oh, an accordion cut. Uh, 
which delivers creamy spuds with crispy skins, uh, made in France, uh, before freezing, they're fried, uh, seasoned with butter, salt, and then baked, uh, when you bake them in the oven, uh, the fan-like presentation is a sight to behold, an elegant side, and I've never seen those, uh, another, my freezers are always full of, like, uh, junk so i never have room for food in there i mean it has old food uh like a lot of uh like one ice cream containers with one scoop of ice cream left and old ice uh nova scotia sockeye salmon uh smoked that sounds delicious uh and uh sure my, i think my mom likes that uh but, but we didn't have that this year uh, Jingle Jangle. I think one of our friends, Courtney, uh, neither a song from the 70s era, uh, Rankin Bass, uh, or the lyrics to a cow, uh, cowboy ditty. It Jingle Jangle's descriptive of this chocolate covered snuff, uh, stuff. Uh, imagine if we had chocolate covered snuff. Maybe they had that back then, like tobacco with chocolate covers. Uh, mini pretzels, uh, in chocolate and white chocolate, uh, dark covered caramel popcorn, uh, chocolate Jojo cookies, uh, milk chocolate gem gems with a red candy coating, and milk and dark chocolate peanut butter cups. Uh, Twenty two point seven ounce tin, eight ninety nine. That's good to bring somewhere. Uh, Taste of Vermont gift set. There you go. Uh, next Christmas, guess what you're getting. Uh, yeah, maple taste of Vermont. I wonder if it has anything fish. It should have like a fish thing in there. No offense, a little late Trader Joe's, but next year you got to have uh, some. Can't have a taste of Vermont without uh, maybe put your Swedish fish in there. With like, not don't put maple syrup on the inside of Swedish fish. That doesn't sound good, but something like that. Yeah, it's three different kinds of maple syrup uh, made in a multi generational sugar house. Uh, uh, the old so charming name for a small cabin where sap is turned into maple sugar. Uh, I don't know, uh, four 3.4 ounce bottles. Uh, great gift for syrup lovers. Oh, the, the syrups range from delicate and mild early season, boldest of bold late season. And you could do a syrup tasting. Talk about it. You talk about, I don't know if these people still say bougie, but, uh, is it like if you're having a syrup tasting, you, you're you're like uh, uh, you're well beyond first world problems. If you have, a st- you can't complain about a stomach ache from syrup tasting. Uh, people will be like, "You got to be kidding me!" Yeah. Uh, how about this one? A sugar plum jam. I didn't see this. I've, I've never. I don't know if I've ever had a sugar plum. Yeah, uh, uh, that sounds good too. I guess I should have read this, but I locked this stuff away for the podcast. Uh, then they had single serve K cups, a different uh, uh, festively co- festive coffees, uh, uh, wintery blend gingerbread. That's probably good if you have that K cup thing, and then you have holiday um, gas. Uh, then they che- they have a lot of different kinds of cheese, uh, particularly the, the Trader Joe's have been branching out to different fondues, which are good for kids uh, for a fast dinner, like in the holiday season when you're like, okay, like uh, I need something worse for me than what we've been eating. How about just bread and cheese for dinner? Uh, but let's see, they had a ba- black pepper pecorino. Uh, that's probably good. Is that a hard cheese? Yeah, salty, peppery. Uh, that's good on some stuff, I'm sure. I don't know, on a cheese board. I'm not, I guess maybe that'd be good. Uh, Marcona almonds, uh, with rosemary. Oh, that sounds pretty good. 649, uh, rosemary. I love rosemary. Uh, uh, double cream brie with truffles. I may have had this. I, I, on Christmas Eve, I had a cr- cream and it, maybe this was it and it tasted off to me, but I couldn't read the label because it had been open. Maybe that was it. it. Like, uh, it was a little too much with the truffles. I said, this, 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 this brie turn, what's double brie mean? What does it mean? I'm looking here. Adding to that exceptionalism is an inclusion of, uh, authentic black truffles. Uh, that's definitely what I had. Uh, 
Edward Albee famously wrote in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, you've got to have a swine to show you where the truffles are. Here's a Normandy-style fondue. Uh, the earliest known style comes from uh, cookbooking in Zurich from 1699. Yeah, but they're, they're not the only players in the game. This holiday, we want to introduce you to a uh, uh, different but by no means less delicious fondue, the fondue Normandy. Unlike Swiss, which is made with harder cheeses and white wine, uh, Normandy-style fondue is made with soft cheeses and brandy. I don't know. That sounds like a little too sweet. Apple brandy. I'll skip the hats. Fromage pavé, French for holy cow. Uh, It could be mistaken for brie, but it includes a step in the cheese-making process that changes things dramatically. Uh, The milk goes through ultra-filtration, which removes the whey before the process begins. Uh, That way the cheese replaces more protein, calcium, and phosphorus. uh, So it's exquisitely ripe and ready to enjoy only after two weeks. Uh, Sounds interesting. The lemon ricotta. uh, That reminds me of the song Lady Madonna. So there's another uh, parody song you could sing next holidays. When they say, mm, what's in here? You say, lemon ricotta. And then you sing, that's a Beatles song, by the way, kids, uh, Lady Madonna. Yeah, so there's a two for one. I forgot. Oh, the first song was R- Ricky uh, Martin. I don't know if we'll see any other ones. Uh, so then beet crackers, uh, three seed beet crackers. Uh, I'm sure they look good, but uh, plus if you serve beet, you have to at some point remind people like, uh, that uh, beat beat goes through your body, it stays red. Uh, so like Christmas Eve at like one in the morning, I got a text, Hey, don't forget you ate beets, uh, uh, like uh, at my house. I said, Oh, yeah, so I was like, I didn't, wouldn't have worried about it anyway. But like, uh, then stuffed brie with garlic and herbs, that uh, could be interesting. Uh, bacon wrapped dates with goat cheese. I'll pass on that. Ooh, creamy cauliflower and onion dip. Uh, that sounds decadent. Uh, and uh, they really are. Mil- I don't know. What did cauliflower prices plummet? Is that why? I- no offense, Trader Joe's. I know it's good for you, but why- what are you up to with this cauliflower usage? Did you corner the market? Scallops wrapped in bacon. That could be good. Uh, though I've been avoiding scallops because I, I can't eat shellfish, uh, and I thought scallops were a bivalve, but then uh, I don't know if they get cooked with more of uh, the crustaceans. Uh, I don't know. Provincial pastry puffs, uh, those are vegetarian uh, with uh, herbs de Provence and vegetables in their puffs. Uh, 25 for three ninety nine. Uh, mini quiche duo, that's probably pretty good. Oh, yeah, truffle and Swiss uh, with cremini mushrooms and chives, and then bacon and sautéed onion with Swiss cheese and shallots. Uh, wow, that's like a, uh, uh, what do you call What do you call that thing when you have, oh, buffet come true. Uh, mini cheese crepes, uh, shrimp and salmon trio, Mini brie and croat, uh, that's kind of like a schmazany sear, like fried cheese, but it's baked cheese. Uh, it says use the sugar palm jam. Uh, I think that's what it is. Uh, in cruders, does that mean uh, in... Uh, this is a miniaturized, each person, flaky puff pastry. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, almond, I, I did have this on one day, and... Uh, like, I wasn't a fan. I like eggnog. And to be honest, straight, like, I did, I did, again, I tried to cut back on my eggnog consumption this year. But I had found, like, uh, I'm not going to out the other main supermarket that's by me. But I, so I, I compared to Trader Joe's store brand eggnog, light and regular, to my local supermarket, uh, a giant chain supermarket, uh, and I don't know what was in their eggnog, but it was it, like, and I tried it at two different occasions. Uh, it had some, like, it d- d- didn't agree with me, where Trader Joe's was great. Uh, and they only tried, like, two other brands uh, that were pretty good. 
then they had this cinnamon streusel coffee cake. I did buy this, and what I did was just like with the almond, I think I explained this, like uh, they have the almond thing. I cut this cake into fours and then put three quarters in the freezer and served like one quarter for breakfast, two more with breakfast, two mornings. And then, so literally you got uh, a six breakfasts for two out of that. Uh, and it, it freezes well. And then you pull it out of the freezer the night before, leave it on the counter wrapped and, uh, it comes out great. And triple ginger brew that comes in a cool, uh, bottle. Uh, I didn't have any of this this year, but that's cool. A gingerbread house kit. We didn't do that this year. Still have one from like 2015 that we haven't made. Same box, so. Uh, pitted cherry, so that could be good. Uh, seven salts of the earth. Uh, the Fox interviews that. They have uh, Inca Sun, Blue Persian, South African Oak Smoked, uh, Hawaiian Red, Hawaiian Black Lava, Himalayan Pink and Kalahari Desert. Uh, wow, that's fancy. Eight ninety nine for a whole set of salts. Uh, poinsettias uh, five ninety nine. I didn't buy any of those. Uh, he said, "You don't." I looked at him. I said, "You're lucky. You're not going home with me." Uh, cinnamon roll wreath. We did do this this year. This is one of the things where they uh, pr you proof it with like their frozen croissants. Uh, and it really came out well, and it, it because it wasn't in that like uh, definitely had a much more natural tasting flavor than the ones that come in the tubes. Oh, here was a pick. This might be the, here. Here we go. Like if we had sound effects on the show, we'd have them now because this is my uh, 2017 Trader Joe's pick of the year. Pick of the year. Uh, honey, 100% honey crisp apple cider, two ninety nine for sixty four ounces. Uh, well, I didn't stock up on this. I had, I did go through two bottles of it, uh, and I'm a cider snob. And I'll tell you, like, most cider that isn't fresh, apple cider, is not, like, it's not, it's not, you say, that's like unfiltered apple juice or something. That's not apple cider. And most cider that's not made with, like, upstate New York apples, like Macintosh, like our friend Big Mac, uh, uh, like I don't have an interest in consuming, but this was pretty good. Like, I mean, if you want apple cider, go to your, um, local, uh, farmer's market in the apple season, but this will do, uh, and especially cause it's like hermetically sealed. I'm sure you could keep it on your shelf for, uh, I mean, once you open it in your fridge, it's uh, seven to 10 days. Oh, unopened your pantry six months. Uh, but really good and a good alternative. I mean, I'm sure it's got a, a lot of sugar and stuff, but uh, it's really good. Uh, so Honeycrisp Apple Cider, that's my pick of the year. Like, you would have thought it was a cookie? No, it was a cider. And, and I guess the reason I say that is because it almost uh, it has a flavor of East Coast. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I never had any West Coast because I went to the farmer's market one time. And this was before, like uh when I was really struggling financially, he said, how much is your apple cider? And the person was like, you're like $12. I was like, okay, I can't handle that. Uh, but this has the taste of real apple cider. That's the important thing. Like, uh, it has this like, uh, cider flavor. Uh, like it's a tart. I don't know. It's a tough to replicate. Uh, but it has a tartness, you know? Uh, let's get through the rest of this Belgian cookie collection. I think I tried that last year. I am a big fan of those Belgian cookies because I love butter cookies. I didn't try that this year. Then they have the peppermint JoJo's covered in chocolate uh, with candy cane or not candy cane. And those I can't eat anymore. Italian butter cookies. I didn't see that uh, with a few meringues. Uh, uh, maybe I want to try that. Oh, here's Dan. This is what I like. The Danish butter cookies. Uh, uh, $5. I've got to keep an eye out for that. Uh, that looks good. But they didn't have the ones I liked, which were just the Christmas wreaths or whatever. Uh, uh, this I didn't buy, but it looked interesting. Libkuchen. Libkuchen. Uh, soft gingerbread biscuits. I almost bought that at checkout. Uh, and they said, no, scoots. We're practicing a control this year. Here was another one I didn't get because I was trying to practice. What the heck? Why would you practice control? But a uh, short walker shortbread uh, assortment. Uh, uh, 
maybe that now that's 20 when, when it's like this, this is coming out in 2018 i'll just go and buy whatever i want uh yeah 32 cookie shortbread assortment uh in different flavor profiles uh that's interesting uh stroop waffle uh tin of stroop waffles uh if you what do you mean you never heard of stroop waffling it says uh wafling stoop wafling i don't know uh you, uh, a caramel sandwich between two thin waffles. I didn't see that either. Raspberry stars. I'm not, uh, that's it. That sounds uh, interesting, but, uh, I'd rather have the homemade ones of those. I guess I missed a lot this year because I didn't read this. Uh, three pepper salami, uh, tea party, winter was sale. Listeners let me know that stuff's not tasty. Uh, salted honey milk chocolate. Oh, I tried those last year. Salted honey toffee crackers. Uh, need more salts on the cracker, I think, in 2016. I saw these. These look like a snack for lunch. Uh, soft baked drizzled gingerbread oat bars. Uh, but my daughter doesn't like bars for, for a snack, uh, for school. I didn't see these either. Chocolate mint flavored cupcakes, uh, divine dessert. Uh, uh, oh, they they come topped with mini cho- dark chocolate stars. Uh, candy creamed green tea. I haven't tried that, but I tried the chocolate black tea. It was very good. Chocolate peppermint almond beverage. I didn't try that, but uh, I did try the almond nog. It was good, but not as good as uh, like uh, a dairy based nog. Uh, nut and fruits and honey. That's, I guess, another thing. Mini cannolis, uh, eggnog yogurt. No, sir. You might as well call me a freaking snowflake. Uh, that just sounds weird. Eggnog yogurt. Uh, maybe I'll try it though. Uh, truffle honey mustard. I don't like sweet mustards. Uh, geez, I'm sounding choosy here. Here's the ugly sweater cookie kit. That one is a gift that keeps on giving. Uh, Really good uh, and fun. We did that Christmas Eve with a group of people. Uh, bourbon barrel, maple syrup, glazed walnuts. That could be good for something. Uh, no salt hazelnuts, new lower prices. Uh, a rainbow of honey, nine ninety nine. I got some honey from a listener. Thank you so much. Uh, light and regular eggnog, as I said, that's pretty good. Two ninety nine for uh, thirty two ounces. Uh, double cream bee chocolate orange. I didn't get one of those. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's not something I normally have anyway. I like to stick clothes in an orange. That was our holiday thing to make our house smell good as kids. Uh, I think the clove prices have exploded since I was a child. So I don't know if I would do that anymore. Also, I'm just assuming lobster tails. I can't have those, but that seems like a good deal. Wild caught, uh, uh, fruit and nut crisps, uh, chocolate chip panettone. You know, I think I saw, what's that guy? Jamie Oliver had a recipe with uh, panettone. Oh, so I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, pan, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I call it panettone. Just like, uh, the color thing, I think it's pronounced differently, but I say get, you know, that's one of my jokes. Get Pantone on the phone. I got to get my colors right, but it's Pantone is the color thing. I don't know what this one is. Panatone or something. Maybe it's Panatone. I don't know. That's like the thing. It's like too close to, uh, what is that? The nut, fruit, nut bread, fruit cake. Uh, I say Panatone, maybe because it has anise. I don't know. I, I never have it. Uh, uh, paper white, they had amaryllis bulbs, uh, paper, uh, paper white bulbs, uh, lip therapy kits. Uh, well, if you, if any lips need therapy, it's mine. They say, uh, they say, well, we don't need therapy. We're not doing anything other than flapping when you talk nonstop. Uh, winter wake up tea, the grump tree. I saw a lot of people getting those. That's kind of like something from the, the who's village. Uh, gingerbread dog treats. I got that last year for Koa. She liked it last year, but I said this year, I don't know. Uh, Bath Fisher's gift set. Ooh. Uh, I didn't see this. I love a Bath Fisher. I don't know. Uh, four for six ninety nine is a little spendy though. 
Yeah, but that's that's always fun. I, me and my daughter were making our own bath visitors uh, uh, for a short time. Yeah, ginger, uh, gingerbread coffee, that's not my style. Uh, cedar balsam candles, I have those in my car to keep my car smelling good. Oh, no, I have them by my garbage can from last year. Uh, so those this smell pretty good. Scandinavian tidings, uh, what are those? Uh, Oh, they're like Scandinavian sw- swimmers, uh, but they come in joyful shapes, red ornaments, green trees, and clear stars, a berry-flavored sour apple, and sparkling grape. Uh, those sound pretty good. Uh, warm vanilla vanilla body butter. That sounds pretty good for, you know, like a bomb. Four ninety nine. Maybe I'll get that just to try it uh, when I put my bomb on. And uh, big chocolate bars, those are hilarious. They're four-pound giant chocolate bars. And that's the close of the flyer, but I do have to give two special mentions that, that may be in their next fearless flyer. But Trader Joe's, you know, there's uh, the sparkling water business is highly competitive now. And as I've talked with this with the listeners, like I, I try to drink, uh, I drink a lot of sparkling water. I make some at home, and then I also drink the Gerholsteiner I don't know if that's a problem. They come in a glass bottle at Trader Joe's, recyclable bottles. Uh, that's mineral water. Then there's also Trader Joe's cans of uh, sparkling water, a little bit pricey. And any friend of like Bill, Bill's like uh, will tell you, like they drink a lot of sparkling water out of a can, or a lot of us do. And uh, it's good because the cans get so cold and you get the visceral cracking of the can. So usually you have to go to a different supermarket, but Trader Joe's does have like in plastic, like one liter bottles. Uh, they've done some cool things and they had two new flavors this holiday season. Star, star fruit, I think was one. And it was pretty good. It was almost like tasted like a, a candy. And then uh, winter sangria was another one. And that kind of tasted like grape soda almost. And it's just sparkling water, you know, with whatever, you know, generally considered safe uh, flavorings are in there. But uh, they're both really good. Uh, so I recommend that. But you got to put it in a glass. Otherwise, you got to drink it out of plastic. Uh, so those are a couple things. Uh, I think that's about it. Uh, so I hope, uh, you know, you think about 2018 and uh, the Trader Joe's holiday season. Uh, Maybe at some point, Trader Joe's will, like, uh, you know, get their head on straight and support podcasts. Uh, you don't even need to support mine. Just support somebody's. And uh, But I hope you had a nice holiday season looking back at it. Uh, and I don't know what's in your cupboard, but I know what's in mine. Those chocolate stars are going to get some business soon. Uh, all right. Good night. Uh, and I'll talk to you soon.